come let us adore him oh come let us bless you. In these few minutes that I have, I will try. God will help me to deliver exactly what he wants this morning. Last week, we were able to identify very few, just three or few reasons why Jesus came. And um, one of the questions that we had in the course of the sermon last week was the question that Jesus asked his disciples. He first asked, who do men say I am? Then he later on asked, who do you say I am? And then I left us with that question, that who is Jesus to you? Who is Jesus to you? Because without knowing or without answering that question, it will be difficult to celebrate him. This morning, the topic before me is behold the lamb. Jesus. Behold the Lamb, Jesus. He also gave us a good news that Jesus is the reason for the season, but you are also the reason for the season. So I'd like us to say it again as we did last week. Jesus is the reason for the season, but I am also the reason for the season. But I am also the reason for the season because Jesus came because of me. He came all the way because of me. I like that song, Mary, Did You Know? I don't know. 
I don't think she could answer all those questions at the time she gave birth to him. Maybe a few of them, but not all. She may not have known he would walk on waters. She may not have known that uh, he would heal the sick. But she definitely knew he was a special child. And she knew his assignment. She knew that he was coming to take away my sins and save me from the shackles of the enemy. Behold the Lamb, Jesus. The assignment that Jesus came for through the love of God by sending him to earth, simply put, is to redeem me from my sins to our Father, God in heaven. And he came as a lamb to be sacrificed so that that redemption can happen. In the Old Testament, we see animals being sacrificed for atonement of sin. But they had to be sacrificed over and over again because the blood of no animal could ever be enough to create that redemption. Praise the Lord. We see our little lad, um, Isaac, who was used to the fact that animals were being sacrificed, you know, for redemption of sins. When his father was taking him, it's only God that we can trust. How can you ever believe that? Eh, father Abraham, we carry his son, but he was under instruction. And thank God he obeyed. Genesis 22, 7 and 8 says that Isaac asked his father, Behold the fire, behold the wood. Daddy, where is the lamb? Ah! And God provided. And he has provided a lamb even for us now. Somebody once asked, Am I, Have I gotten any Christmas gifts? This year has been very tough. But one Christmas gift that nobody can ever take away from you, and it comes to you every year renewed, is the gift of Jesus Christ. So be happy and rejoice, because that is the greatest gift that you could ever, ever have. All the lambs that were sacrificed in the Old Testament, or every, all through before Jesus came, had to be pure. They, had, they used lambs particularly, because if you look at the lamb, how it is formed, it has hair on its body and is usually white. So they used lambs because it signified purity. It signified cleanliness. It signified, you know, something very clean. But our Lord Jesus signifies far much more than that. Jesus, stainless, sinless, spotless, he came to replace those earthly lambs. First Peter 1, 18 and 19 tells us that for as much as you know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver or gold, for your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers. Verse 19 says, but with the precious blood of the Christ as a lamb without blemish or spot. That is the Jesus that came as a sacrifice for the sins of me. I don't know about you, but that I know for myself. John the Baptist, the cousin of Jesus, announced Jesus in such a special way. John chapter 129, he said, 
John, when he saw Jesus coming, he announced him and said, Behold the Lamb. The Lamb, not just a Lamb, but the Lamb of God. He described Jesus and also gave us the reason why he came. He said, Behold the Lamb of God, which does what? Take away the sins of the world. And in verse 35 and 36 of the same John chapter 1, it says, again, the next day after John stood and two of his disciples, 36, and looking upon Jesus as he walked, he said, behold, the Lamb of God. This Lamb is our special gift. 2 Corinthians 9.15 says, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. How can I describe this love that's indescribable? So as you celebrate the birth of Jesus, as we marry, as we, you know, share gifts and enjoy ourselves, let us remember that his birth signifies the beginning of his journey to our total re redemption. His birth signifies the beginning of that gap between us and God. In fact, the Bible tells us, but clearly, and this is a fact, it's not just a spiritual war that happened, but it's actually a fact. It happened in reality. In Matthew 27, 50 and 51, it says, and when Jesus cried out again in a loud voice, and he gave up his spirit, at that moment, something happened. A lot of things happened. But this particular thing is the only one I'm going to hold on to today. It says, at that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn into two from the top to the bottom. The earth shook and rocks split. What is the significance of the curtain being torn from top to bottom? The significance is that, you know, all the gaps, all the barriers between us and God, that day was broken. And it could only happen with the blood of Jesus. Praise the Lord. In those days, in the temples, that's where they used to do the sacrifices. And only the high priests could go into the Holy of Holies. But now, when Jesus died and gave up the ghost, and the temple veil be tore from the top to the bottom, that began to give us access to the Father. It gave us freedom to go to the Father as long as you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. It gave us access to, you know, without any barriers. You don't need to go through a priest to get to God the Father. It gave us a personal relationship. One of the things we spoke about last week is that Jesus came to enable a relationship with the Father. And that's, from that day, that be began. May his coming not be in vain in our lives, in Jesus' name. Because of Jesus' coming, the Bible tells us that we can now come boldly to the throne room of God. You couldn't dare do that in those days. Thank God for Jesus and thank God that he came. Thank God for the first Christmas that ever, ever occurred. I am grateful that he agreed to come. And more grateful that he agreed to even go to the cross to pay the price 
praise the Lord. Shall we bow down our heads? Behold the Lamb that comes to take away the sins of the whole earth. Behold the Lamb. He's the precious Lamb of God. He was born into sin so that I may live again. Oh, the precious Lamb of God. Now behold the Lamb, the precious Lamb of God, born into sin that I may live again. The precious Lamb of God, holy is the Lamb, holy is the Lamb, the precious Lamb of God. How you love me so, Lord, I shall never know. The precious Lamb of God. This kind of love is indescribable. The Lamb came in human form with all his majesty because of the love that God has for me. This morning I want to urge you to allow his love to cut your heart and cause you to take that decision never ever ever to crucify Christ a second time I want you to think about that love that God showed to us during Christmas even at the first Christmas was sending his son to come so that he can die on the cross to be able to allow us to have a direct and have a full-fledged relationship with God. The precious Lamb of God. Luke chapter 2 and verse 7 says, And she brought forth the first son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. There may have been no room in the inn, but Jesus came and died so that there would be no need for a room in the inn. Jesus' death has helped us now to know that he can dwell in our hearts. So I'm urging us this morning, please make room for him in your heart. Make him for him, room for him to come and dwell permanently in your heart. I hope that as he knocks on the door of your heart, you will receive him. As he knocks, you will receive him. May we not turn down the knocking of the Lord Jesus as he has come as a precious gift to us. I wish you all Merry Christmas and a happy new year in the name of Jesus the precious land